Happy New Year. This is Mo Oster, MISNY's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. To begin with, I want to highlight the flurry of bill signings and vetoes from Governor Hochul that occurred during the last week of 2022 impacting health care delivery in New York State, where MISNY had offered comments in support of or had raised concerns. In several instances, MISNY lobbying staff was brought into negotiations with the legislature and governor's office on possible changes to these bills. Importantly, the governor signed into law several measures supported by MISNY that will further ensure health plans are providing coverage for the treatment and necessary medications recommended or prescribed by physicians for their patients. This includes legislation that prohibits the use of copay accumulator policies by health plans that have prevented patients from applying the value of prescription drug discount cards towards meeting their deductibles. The new law is particularly important for patients who are on chronic and often expensive medication therapies by enabling them to meet their deductibles earlier in a policy year. MISNY worked with many patient groups to help get this bill enacted into law. Also signed into law were bills that will lower the age to 45 for requiring health insurers to cover colorectal cancer initial and follow-up screening tests, require health insurers to provide network physicians with more efficient point-of-care information regarding health plan formularies and copay information through a real-time benefit tool, better ensure health insurers cover the health care needs of medically fragile children, and prohibiting health insurers from imposing copays for treatment at an opioid treatment program. Unfortunately, the governor also vetoed bills supported by MISNY and many other physician and patient advocacy groups that could have reduced the prior authorization hassles experienced by physicians and their patients in healthcare delivery. The first vetoed bill would have prohibited step therapy or fail-first protocols for mental health medications that are sometimes imposed by health insurers. The second vetoed bill would have prohibited health insurers from denying a claim submission or pre-authorization request for lack of medical necessity unless the reviewing physician was trained in the same or similar specialty as the physician providing the care. There were significant back and forth negotiations between the governor and the legislature during the last week of December regarding various proposed amendments from the governor that could have significantly narrowed the beneficial impact of the bill to patients and their physicians. But the legislature rejected these proposed changes as going too far in changing the intent of the bill. So the bill was ultimately vetoed. We do note that as part of the veto message, the governor indicated that she was working with the legislature in good faith in an attempt to address the problems with medical necessity determinations that prompted this bill. And that given the significant issues this legislation was drafted to address, her hope is to revisit this issue in the upcoming legislative session. The governor also signed into law a couple of practice mandate bills where MISNY had raised concerns. The first new law requires prescribers, prior to prescribing an initial opioid prescription for a patient suffering from neuromusculoskeletal pain, to consider and discuss with a patient various non-opioid treatment alternatives, which are specified in the legislation. Importantly, the requirement does not apply to prescriptions for patients suffering from post-surgical or cancer pain or for patients in hospice or receiving emergency care. The requirement took effect on the day it was signed, December 23rd. It should be noted that the new requirement does overlap significantly 
with an existing New York law that requires prescribers to follow generally accepted national, professional, or governmental guidelines in prescribing opioid medications. The recently updated CDC guidelines note that, and I'm quoting from the guidelines, clinicians should maximize use of non-pharmacologic and non-opioid pharmacologic therapies as appropriate for the specific condition and patient and only consider opioid therapy for acute pain if benefits are anticipated to outweigh risks to the patient. The CDC guidelines note that before prescribing opioid therapy for acute pain, clinicians should discuss with patients the realistic benefits and known risks of opioid therapy. The second new law will require healthcare providers to disclose to patients facility fees that will not be covered by their patient's health insurance coverage, and this requirement extends to an employee of a healthcare system. The new disclosure requirements will take effect on June 21st, 2023. This is the significantly pared-down version of the legislation that as originally proposed that would have required joint hospital physician billing. Of course, the one bill not acted on was the bill strongly opposed by physicians and many other groups that would exponentially increase damages awardable and wrongful death actions. While bills passed during a legislative session usually must be acted on by the governor within that calendar year, the controversy for this bill is so great that it triggered a rarely used state constitutional power for the governor to have a bonus 30 days to act on a bill, so she has until January 30th to act. There have been countless op-eds and news articles and papers throughout the state about the impact of the bill, many from physician leaders, but also from groups representing businesses and municipalities. Please continue your letters to the governor urging a veto from the link provided in the Misney Pulse. In addition, we are urging physicians to call the governor's office at 518-474-8390. Most importantly, please make sure your colleagues are aware of these efforts and request to act. Turning to upcoming CME programs, please put on your calendar Tuesday, January 17th at 7.30 a.m. for the next Veterans Matters program, the impact of military sexual trauma on veterans with faculty Dr. Janine Fogarty and Dr. and Colonel Melaine Ingram. Please also put on your calendar Wednesday, January 25th at 7.30 a.m. for the next Medical Matters program on the future of COVID and long COVID with faculty Dr. Bill Valenti, chair of the MISNI Infectious Disease Committee and past MISNI president, Dr. Bonnie Litvak. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this podcast and for your ongoing commitment to MISNI and your county medical society. We'll speak again next week.